The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat. Coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here today with Jason and Jared. And we also have Will online. Hello, hello, everyone. So this week has been just another just explosion of Horus Heresy uh, articles as we get closer and closer to the launch of Horus Heresy Age of Darkness 2.0. Yes, it's just now within sight. We're so close to it. Yeah. I, I was definitely wondering if things were going to go on pre-order today. Uh, <laughs> just being overly optimistic, you know what I mean? But uh, Surprise! I'm, I'm glad I didn't mention it out loud, because I feel like if I'd have mentioned it out loud, then I would have definitely looked like a fool. <laughs> glad we didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last week, uh, Will and I had talked through... The reveals of the Legion snapshots, starting with Dark Angels working their way through the Emperor's Children and the Iron Warriors, and also talked about the Heresy Thursday showing of the new Plastic Sakaran, which is pretty awesome. And then we're starting from uh, the stuff from last Friday, and we starting with the White Scars, working our way through the Space Wolves, the Imperial Fists, the Night Lords, the Blood Angels, the Iron Hands. And uh, we'll see what else we can talk about. Buckle up, folks. It's going to be a four-hour podcast. That's so many yeah. more than I thought there was. I know. I know. And you list them yeah. all out yeah. like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's, one a day is uh, yeah. it's something. So. I think the guy writing them is going to run out of bad puns in like <laughs> three or four legions. Right? It's like an episode of Bob's Burgers. Beautiful. It's like <laughs> the amount of puns that go into each individual episode. It's just, they must get them wholesale. <laughs> But uh, starting out, let's uh, let's talk about the white scars. Yeah, let's let's jump in because, th- like we said, we really don't want this to take four hours. Um, but I do want to start off with the white scars and uh, what is it, Henry Steele, or I guess what is this, Henry Steele jagged icon painted by Andy Wardle, Cult of Paint. Mm-hmm. These are really good. I love that dude. He has like mm-hmm. the most relaxing voice to listen to on like his YouTube paint stuff. Hmm. Absolute delight. I don't know anything about him, but I really like the uh, Tetsubo. He's stuck on one of the Praetors here. That's pretty badass. I can't identify the bit. It looks like one of the Augrin mallets. Maybe? Yeah. Oh, it almost no. looks like one of the uh, Raven. Uh, yeah. The Raven. Or it's from the Raven Wing dudes, right? Yeah, the Raven Wing Command Squad. Oh, yeah. come with a, yeah. a little... The same one that has that little Corvus hammer. Little mm-hmm. boop stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's a good conversion. I like that. Good use of bits. Yeah. And it's not another katana. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, that's what I like. It's a it's a weapon that's still within the, the theme and culture of the Scars that is generally not presented. Um, and, I mean, you know, those are still going to be incredibly deadly in the 40... Or, I'm sorry, oops... 30th <laughs> millennium. Uh, I mean, they're just, it, they're already deadly in common era against mm-hmm. steel armor. Yeah. Uh, but now you put an energy field through it and you, it's 
just going to be even more devastating. So right. I like it. it's a great concept with like an eight hundred pound spaceman swinging it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just all Power armor. Up. Yeah, he just swing an entire tank in half with that. Mm-hmm. So as we go through the. Uh, the article, uh, going through the rules, it gives us a sneak peek at one of the rights of war, Chagorian Brotherhood. Uh, Legion Skyhunter Squadrons and Legion Outrider Squadrons may be selected as a troop's choice and a detachment using this right of war, and such units gain the line unit subtype. Have we seen the reference to a line unit subtype before, or is this the first time we're seeing that? Uh, I think officially this is their first time of revealing the, the new unit subtypes, hmm. line being one of them. I think that's their way... It's like the inverse of what was the old rule? Support troops, like they can't count right. as compulsory. Right? No, no. Line yeah. means line means like troops, like they are compulsory. They are your your main core guys, is what line is. But I'm just right. wondering, have they shown us that yet? Like, um, I don't think they've introduced any new of the any of these new unit subtypes until this one. Is what yeah, I'm not saying. not directly, as far as I can mm. tell. Right. But uh, and it also the two other. Rules here: The Legion Skyhunter Squadrons and Legion Outrider Squadrons may also be selected as elites' choices in a detachment using this right of war, though these units do not gain the line subtype. And all models within, or all models with the infantry unit type in this detachment using this right, gain the outflank special rule. So you can take Skyhunter Squadrons and Outriders as troops and elites. Troops get line, and infantry unit types in the detachment gain straight up outflank. Right. It's pretty good. Uh, I really yeah. love, okay, maybe they haven't shown us the whole thing, but there's no uh, negatives to this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Right. It's not like all units must be on bikes. And if they're not on bikes, they must start in reserves outflanking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't give any crazy bonuses, but it's not super restrictive either, which is right. cool. It is what I think Reds of War should be, which is special ways to build a list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just allowing you to take your bikes as troops and elites instead of just fast attack. So, so question though, uh, if the force org is roughly the same, that's going to end up, it allows you to take, what would that be? 10 separate units of bikes and or jet bikes. What situation? Hold on. You need to remember oh. fast attack still. It doesn't, it does not exclude you from taking them as original that fast attack. Is true. So 13, there we go. Yeah. Individual units of, bike. so only the troop ones gain line. Is there going to be a foreseeable situation in which you would have to utilize all of them? A 10,000 point game. Eh. I have mean, to, maybe not, but if you no, want. No, um, I guess I don't, we don't know how things are going to play out yet. Yeah. If, yeah. if this goes MSU style and mm-hmm. you don't want to max out your squads, maybe. You know, if, kinda, if, if we start finding MSUs are more prevalent in this and it's not yeah. like how 1.0 was where you got bonuses for maxing out units where things became cheaper. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, you, you can know? think of like um, different like zone mortalis right now. Mm-hmm. I believe it's like the attacker can take an elite choice as compulsory or something Ooh, like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Good point. All right. That is an attractive option. Yeah. I do kind of get why they made it because the heresy is supposed to be like huge fields of worth of space Marines, like firing back and forth at each other. So I can kind of get the idea of how they want to nudge you towards those large units. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I think, I think realistically you, you'll never see 13 units of bikes, even even if you did like solely bikes, right? Where you had mm-hmm. bikes that dedicated to anti-tank and some that were dedicated to anti-elites and anti-light infantry. And I, I really don't think you could 
honestly ever see a full 13 because we're then talking like you know they're gonna have hqs on bikes which then right you know and you'd be limiting yourself with you know the javelins or that kazagan the white scar specific versions oh Oh, yeah 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 and the uh the oh damn it i'm 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 blanking the uh golden keshig yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Guys if you took just all bikes, all 13 units of bikes, it would be very limiting. I mean, granted, you'd have a little bit of ability with multi-meltus here and there, plasma cannons and that kind of stuff. But I feel like you're, you're then like sacrificing a lot of, like Jared just said, some of those squadrons of special speeders or something like that, or dreadnoughts even, you know? So. Right. I think this is just so you can take as many as you'd want to reasonably take in any list. Yeah. It just gives but you no, flexibility to do that. That would be amazing, though, if yeah. we did a mega battle and somebody did fulfill uh, all 13 <laughs> <laughs> item, you know, all 13 units with that. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. You just see a huge cavalry of, yeah. of motorcycles going say, across the table. Then you got to tell them, okay, tell me which ones are the troop. Yeah. So I know yeah. which ones are line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paint them different, man. That's what you get. You just yeah. make it easy on yourself. Make the troops inverse of yep. of the other ones you know red a, where white should be and white where red should be paint a stripe down their helmet something yeah so also Not a token tokens are lame man like do <laughs> yeah. the paint job <laughs> also we have uh born to the saddle which uh is a warlord trait uh, this warlord and all models in the same army with the Legionis Astartes White Scar special rule and the cavalry unit type ignore all the effects of difficult terrain and gain a four-up invulnerable save against all wounds inflicted by failed dangerous terrain checks that they are called upon to make. In addition, an army whose warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during the opposing player's movement phase as long as the warlord has not been removed as a casualty. Mm-hmm. Hold up one second. That's four up interval saving. That implies... Failed dangerous... Are you not going to be able to take armor save? Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. That implies that dangerous terrain now ignores your armor save. Is it going to be like <laughs> fantasy? Oh my uh-huh. god. Roll that one We're going to be die. a lot more broken oh, yeah. ankles in the game. <laughs> fantasy is <laughs> real brutal with... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with failed dangerous terrain. It's just no armor. Oh, just dead. Oh, wow. I, I have taken about 50% casualties on dangerous terrain checks before. That's wild. That's because yeah. all of your models are 25-point I mean, horses. Yes. Yeah, and this makes yes. sense. Like, if you're doing two-up, three-up saves normally, you don't really care about that. No. But if you get a four-up invuln... Oh, shit. Mm. That's, mm. that's a strong implication. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's a warlord trait. That's got to be something yeah. worth taking. Although, it is kind of interesting, though, because that used to be kind of, like, baked in to the old Legionis Astartes White Scars. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, what is it? Skilled, skilled rider? rider. Yeah, yeah skilled rider or something. So, I'm assuming that works like all the other warlord traits while it functions when your warlord's on the table, which I kind of like, because if your warlord gets, like, annihilated in, like, you know, a like a massive rain of plasma fire, uh, chances are that's going to shake all your other bros, and they're not going to be concentrating on avoiding all those tree stumps with their motorcycles anymore. Boss just yeah. got yeeted. Yeah. <laughs> got but I, also, I mean, th- I feel like if this is the case where dangerous terrain is going to like not allow saves or anything like that, that's going to make weaponry like Graviton. Oh, like yeah. That much yeah. better. Oh, oh that's a good point. You're just point. placing templates of Graviton terrain. Like, you, I don't care if it's still AP4. 
and you're getting your armor saved, you're going to die as soon as you try to take a step out of the tiny black hole I just made under your feet. Oh, and that's yeah. going to make Phosphex worse. Oh, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, good but- stuff. Now, this is all, like, like <laughs> we said, uh, this is all just implies. You know, we don't know for sure. So Wild speculation. This is all just speculation. I, don't even, yeah, I wouldn't exactly. even call this wild speculation. It's educated guesses. As you were saying it, I was thinking it. it educated guesses. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a very... Yeah, that's a change. Strong implication here. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing, I feel like uh, everyone else has kind of had their um, Legion of Stardust rule teased, and they didn't do that for these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They only showed uh, two rule snippets. Maybe so. they'll get something absolutely I guess, bonkers. I guess, yeah. So, I mean, it does seem like, you know, two rule snippets is like, that. that's what they're that's drip what feeding us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, two to three, but yeah. I'm just wondering... I guess people, when they think of scarves, they really think bikes, I guess, traditionally. So they just want to show people that, hey, yeah, you can take a lot of bikes and scarves. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, as a scarves, or I'm sure most scarves players like them speeders or like them bikes. Yeah. I imagine most scarves I, players I, are just I glad love- to not be actively crapped upon. By <laughs> yeah. <some old> <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. I think they got real, they got done real dirty. And was it book nine? Book eight. eight. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. book eight. Yeah. People, people did not walk away from that. Well, yeah. Didn't have the I recall story. a lot of people being like, man, scars are in such a bad spot, right? Uh, now. It, it just got one cool thing. And then like five detriments. Yeah. And the list uh, are so restrictive. You can't write a oh, cohesive anything. And then glaives got super expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Because Robbie was like, Hey, Will, just try to write a list for scars. And I was like, I can easily do that. And, I did like a bunch of Eben Kashyyyk and mm-hmm. uh, armored breakthrough. And he's like, well, you just wrote an iron hands list, but <laughs> painted them white. So like, <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, I guess it is kind of hard to make a list. That's good for this army at, at you know, yeah. with my limited knowledge. So Eben Keshig are really difficult to make work when they're one wound each. It's nice that they have feel no pain baked in and they're stubborn, mm-hmm. but it's like, they're so expensive, like failing every one of those two up saves is just like a punch right in the kidneys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so um, used to using Sekhmet when they just have those nice, like, chunky two wound pools. Mm. Yeah, hopefully all Terminators will get two wounds with this. I'd like to see that brought yeah, into Please, dear God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so continuing down, speaking of Eben Kashek, like, after we get past Legion lore and who the Khan is and we see all that awesome... Uh, uh, Book of the Con artwork. Uh, they actually go down and they show some of their awesome, uh, like custom units they have. What is they got the Evan Kashig? They got that little Praetor dude. Who else? What, what is that? What is that motorcycle with the spear on it? That's the Golden Kashig. Yeah. Oh, that's the go- okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I like that HQ that's standing on the dead dreadnought. Mm-hmm. Is he a new uh, character? Chinja. Yeah, he was a character series model. Oh, okay. That's why he's got that cool base. Yeah. And the Praetor's on the far left there. Oh, Everything right. goes great for him all the time. He has four wounds. Does it? And those horse tail my- swords. Mm. Terrific. Yeah? Yeah, he's really good. But, Jared, I just want to say from my experience, from my limited experience with him in the novels, is that uh, it does not go well for the Scar's ever what no that's that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah 
I don't know, man. I just I just finished Mortis and things didn't end well <laughs> for a lot of people. Oh, that my one. gosh. Scars being one of them. That was my favorite part in Solar War, where I oh, love yes. so much how Jubal Khan is talking to like the trainee and it's this big, long monologue on like strike like a thousand cuts and no singular brute force will ever overcome you. And you know how the universe loves dramatic irony. Mm-hmm. So like oh, immediately yes. dies from brute force. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Jubal Khan. Like, oh, yeah, he's cool as hell. Pour one out for Jubal. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I, I like that. I, I like that one. It was good stuff. I have not read Warhawk yet, but I have a f- feeling that they're going to focus a lot on scars in that one. Uh, maybe. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> J- judging by the, if I'm going to judge a book by the cover, then yes. Right. I mean, that is what a cover is for. There's no origin story of that guy who's like actively running away from the fight, but we can hope. There's not? No, no. Huh. He just. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then they did another excellent painting tutorial. I love these, man. I, I think I've told you before, but I'd like to just get a squad of infantry uh, and then do one of each model from the Legion mm-hmm. or from each Legion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of these are, and they're very good. Using these styles because they're very easy and fun. Yeah. Fairly basic for uh, people who are just starting out who mm-hmm. have never played Horse Heresy or probably just painted miniatures before. I think they're a pretty good mm-hmm. introductory tutorial. Some of the schemes I'm okay with. I, but, it, you know, it, it's a mixed bag. Some I like better than others, but honestly, that's also personal preference. So, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. But, I mean, also, my what I like, I think, most about them is they are all done in an attempt of that um, war-torn style, or I guess, or, or whatever horse heresy has where <clears throat> everything looks like it's battle damage and that kind of stuff. A lot more weathered. Grimdark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not super, super bright highlights on everything. Right, but they still manage to somehow add in highlights. They do, but a lot it's more a, it's subtle. It's use of those contrast paints, you know? Yeah, I do like the, do a lot more with those. I like how they're able to, like, mix blend the two, where contrast was kind of thought like, oh, it's its own kind of separate thing. But yeah. no, they mm-hmm. do a really good job of, they're effectively glazes to some extent. Oh, yeah. I swear, I think the more, like, the more tutorials and stuff I watch, the more I keep hearing over and over and over again. It's not about hyper detail. It's about consistent, like multiple layers Mm -hmm. because by itself, like just a contrast paint or just an oil wash or just some chipping is going to look kind of like, eh, you have to put so much work into it. If it's like your one and only thing. Yeah. But when you overlay like all of those different styles on top of each other, they're all low stress, but together they end up making a really good cohesive whole. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Um, So moving on then to, I mean, does anybody else have anything to say about the uh, scars? No, no. no. (laughs) Very cool. You get bikes. We like it. Uh, uh, now moving on to Space Wolves. Yeah, Jared Will. Yep, or Jared or Will, or who wants to run that up real quick? I gotta pull this TV up. I gotta plug it in. But go ahead. I well, you want to do it? I'll. Uh, I don't. I'll, I'll, I don't I'll tackle the next the legion, whoever that might be. <laughs> okay. Uh, be sh- so we got the rules starting out first off. Artwork, cool stuff. Uh, the person who painted this was Play on Tabletop YouTube channel, and uh, he did a very light gray, the blue gray that I think they mostly do in 40k, but 
he did a pretty There's damn good job. Some of the darker gray, yeah. These are uh, excellent use of like OSL for the power weapons and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that, that's that's very dynamic. That's a good, it's a good color mm-hmm. palette there. I'm not a not a huge space wolf fan, but he did a fine work there. So starting out with the first rule that we've got here is bestial savagery, a unit made up entirely of models with the infantry unit type and the Legion of Stardust Space Wolf special rule that chooses to run in the movement phase may still make a shooting attack in the shooting phase and declare a charge in the assault phase of the same turn. But any shooting attacks made in the same turn as that in which a unit with this special rule has run are made as snapshots. Units that cannot run, such as Legion Cataphractic Terminators or models that do not have the vehicle or infantry unit type instead gain plus one weapon skill on any turn in which they successfully charge. Even if that charge is considered disordered, models with the vehicle unit type and this special rule may make ram attacks increase the strength of any hits inflicted as part of that attack by plus one to a maximum of ten. It's good stuff. So it tells us one cool thing, which is that uh, running is now in the movement phase rather than shooting. Yep, yes. that's exactly what I was going to say. And it also tells us that Cataphracty still can't run. Hmm. So that's Damn a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, I think I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. If they are going to go super fast, like Cyanic, uh, they really should be making snapshots. So I, I think that's that's pretty solid. You know, as a Space Wolf player, if you're doing that i mean you've got that much acreage to cover mm-hmm. you know are those snapshots even going to be worth it if you res- run the risk of uh shooting yourself out of charge range i don't know yeah i don't I mean, know um situational again we we have seen things like uh what is it the momentum or whatever it is whatever your mo- your movement is mm-hmm. adding that to it yeah um so you know, maybe maybe you could move pretty fast if if you're running. I don't know if it's the same thing where you just add D six to a run, yeah, uh, and you move that, or if you do something else. But uh, but potentially, let's say maybe on an average you're getting like maybe ten inches of movement, and then you can make snapshots if you want. But keep in mind, if you still want to charge, you can't be doing it with like your rapid fire bolters or anything like that. You still have to do it with your pistols, then, right? Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the chance of you shooting yourself out of range of a charge, especially if it's now casualties are being taken by uh, the controlling player, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they would just choose to pull the front guys anyways. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending on who's up front. Yeah. There's no chance of you shooting yourself out of range. Like, they, if they don't want to be charged, they're going to pull casualties from the front, you know? Mm-hmm. And also one thing to keep in mind is with the advent of reactions, you're now also, by doing this, open yourself up to being shot back at in the shooting phase with the return fire right. reaction. Oh, that'd be yeah. really funny. So <clears throat> Snapshot at like a heavy support squad. <laughs> Just as it stands right now for I'm okay. I'm thinking very two dimensional, I guess on this, cause mm. I, I'm thinking just tactical squads and I don't think this rule does a lot for tactical squads, but if I think further into it, if I'm thinking bikes or if I'm think, well, as, assuming that they're also infantry unit type and not another infant, another unit type, uh, or if I'm thinking jump packs, I think something like this could be really good. Mm. Uh, if you're running with a jump pack if a jump pack is already like a 12 inch movement 
and then you run on top of that, that's all, that's very far. If you're making snapshots with that, you're probably already going to charge. You've already got the, just the pistol. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, look at our, our resident Space Wolf player, Austin. You know, he runs heavy Gray Slayers and Death Sworn are basically his, his bread and butter here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's a pretty solid statement for the Space Wolves community at large. Because um, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. You know, basically to your opponent, this is giving them one turn of shooting. Maybe. Maybe not if you're if you're badly positioned. Yeah, you know you get one turn to shoot at me, and then we're in the thick of it, which is, is pretty damn fluffy, pretty space wolfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, multiple because um, I think for, for go ahead. Um, so I was going to say I think the best part of this comes at the second entry, mm-hmm. uh, the plus one weapon skill to units that can't run or that have the vehicle, um, or do not have the vehicle. So like Terminators getting plus one weapon skill. We've already seen the new weapon skill chart. That's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. Hitting basic mm-hmm. squads on threes. Dreadnoughts. Hit back on fives. Yeah. Dreadnoughts. And, definitely. You know, if you bite the bullet and run Varagir Terminators, their weapon skill five base. So you got, uh, you got weapon skill six. So you're, you're hitting That's everything twos. on threes. That's twos. Yeah. Yeah, and, and basically everybody else is hitting on Do you have fives. to double their weapon skill? Uh, I, 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 I'd I have think to pull it so. Up. I think it is, yeah. So I guess still threes, unless you're fighting Militia, whose weapon skill I think is three. So. Yeah, base is three. Oh, but God, against Mech, they're going to slaughter Mech. Oh, man. They will be hitting <laughs> Mech on twos for sure. <laughs> That's going to be a bad day. Um, and then I guess the plus one for a ram? I don't know. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You don't ram often in this edition. Maybe you do it more in this in the next one. I don't know. Yeah. Just slamming into people. Yeah. <clears throat> Space uh, right, so <laughs> content. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, you know what? I mean, disembarking your infantry one turn, letting them run and shoot that turn, and then the next turn, your Spartan is like, all right, time to ram. Uh, that'd be like a strength eight hit on whatever it rams, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're actually, it's seven. So then plus, yeah, so it'd be like a strength eight hit on whatever you ram afterwards. So, yeah, who knows? It should be nine. Cause should it? Because it, it goes up to eight, wouldn't it? Base? Because it's, if it's half 14, of your armor value, but then plus one because it's a tank. Then plus another right. one for this. Yeah, strength nine is then solid. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm going to get us back on the interstate here. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but uh, you want to hit the next one, uh, Crown Breaker, Will? Yeah, Crownbreaker. The Warlord and all models in this unit he joins gain the Preferred Enemy Independent Character Special Rule, whose models also gain the Feel No Pain 5-Up Special Rule when locked in combat with one or more enemy models with the Independent Character Special Rule. In addition, an army whose Warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction in the opposing player's movement phase so long as the Warlord has not been removed as a casualty. That's so damn good. Mm-hmm. If the same rules apply where a unit counts as having that word, independent character, for having one unit, then yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's... I, I would say that's a given. I, that, that'd be such a crazy backwards change. Right, where it only works if you were been like in combat with a single guy, that'd be weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. But having the, the attached to the whole squad, yeah. 
Very uh, good. This, and that's great. Crownbreaker, I think that's a perfect in-theme rule for them. Uh, they usually go after leaders. Mm-hmm. Those little hunting packs that the route sent out, you know. Uh, all right. So next thing, we get our look at a psychic power. And we haven't, I don't think, seen a psychic power Does from anybody. Does have yet. psychers? That's what this is that's, saying. It depends on who you ask. Okay. But, <laughs> Just wondering. Yeah. We get our powers. It'd be awfully hypocritical if they did, is all I'm going to say. No, they just call ghost dogs to bite people. That's what they do. Or in this case, they call a storm to electrocute somebody. Uh, Just, you know, but that's not psychic powers. It's the heart of Fenris. Uh, Yeah, storm rot is a psychic power. Instead of making a shooting attack, the controlling player of a psyker with this psychic power may select a single friendly unit with at least one model within six inches of that psyker that is composed entirely of models with the infantry cavalry and dreadnought unit type embedding that bikes are considered cavalry by the way yeah since that's the Fair. first time we've seen that unit type uh the chosen unit gains shrouded five plus special rule until the beginning of the controlling player's next shooting phase when using this psychic power, the controlling player may choose to have the psyker take a psychic check. If the check is passed, then the effect is improved to shrouded three up. Mm. If the check is failed, the shrouded five up special rule is applied to the target until the psyker suffers a perils of the warp. Oh, and I'm sorry. And the psyker suffers a peril of the warp. Yeah. Uh, so interesting. <clears throat> not a psychic phase. Instead of making a shooting attack. So this is done in the shooting phase. Mm-hmm. Thank which, God. Which ostensibly that could mean that other psychic powers are used in other phases as well. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would make sense for them to be used in the phase that they would be beneficial towards. Like mm-hmm. they yeah. do in yeah. current games, workshop games. But it's interesting how um, you can choose to use a psychic power and then make an additional psychic check. Mm-hmm. Right. You can boost it even further, right? So you get the basic one for if, and if that's enough for you, mm-hmm. good. But if you want to push your luck, I like that that's there. Yeah. And with a shroud of three, that's pretty cool. Yeah. With yeah. a damage mitigation. So in most cases you'd be able to use your so armor. Shrouded is, is a damage mitigation in this edition, not yes. a rule for cover, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah, yep. a, a, so, basically a three-up feel-no-pain then is yeah, uh, super. pretty good. <laughs> I hope we don't just end up calling everything feel-no-pain. but <laughs> uh, We probably will. Probably I mean, will. I don't think damage mitigation, I mean, we all going to know what that means, but I think feel, I mean, even now in ninth edition, they haven't used feel-no-pain in two editions, and people still refer to it as a feel-no-pain save. It's just always it going to be here. Mention it's on always the internet. Be that. Damage mitigation, short for damn it, roll. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that. That's good. <laughs> I do like A hundred years from now, coming generations will still be making feel no pain rolls. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I mean, I really don't have much to say about the hounds. I don't play them. I don't think they're interesting, and I'm sure there's going to be some people out there who don't like that, but... Uh, I think oh, it's no. got some pretty cool rules. I, I like that. I feel like the uh, Bestial Savagery would be pretty great for a lot of uh, units that have special weapons and things that you really wish you can at least make a shot with, but you still need to move fast. Mm-hmm. That is a good point, because if you're going to have to snapshot, why not also, m- you know, melt a support far. squadron? Yeah. yeah. Melt yeah. a support squadron. Got to run up to him real quick. Maybe just get inside of melter range and hopefully uh, fish for a few sixes to a... Uh, Get that last shot. Oh, I was off. I was thinking like a last cannon or missile squad, right? Like, I mean, if you had to move yeah, that yeah. squad, wouldn't you want them to at least 
also run which and yeah get yeah. as far as they could if you had to move that unit you know yep i think yeah okay so yeah there's definitely some more use to that than just assault based because a run from what i've seen here i think it was mentioned i've seen the reference sheet that they showed there but running is you now just add straight up add your initiative value to your movement so there's no randomness to it correct okay and a tactical is like seven inches normally now and Initiative oh. four. So if you run, you just basically move 11 inches and not have to roll, worry about rolling a one. And then like, okay, I guess I'll just push a model up an inch, which I Because yeah, that's love. always terrible. Yeah. And if, if you ever remove a space Marine 11 inches on the table, that's scary mm-hmm. and very fast. And I feel like it really adds to that. And space if you run, Marine, you know, hardened armor a lot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, Ooh, I so can't I wonder, believe then, how many do, times I've rolled a one. I wonder and just if not do, not moved on I have, the red I haven't checked. I wonder if hardened armor will have like limitations for running or something. It would kind of make a little bit of sense, but I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to do um, deep dives in all these legions here, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be really excited to do that. So deep, delightful. All right, uh, moving Jared. On. I think you're taking the next one. Fist, right? Ready for it. So. uh Moving ahead with the Seventh Legion, uh, I'm, I'm just going to lift a quote straight from the uh, the Warhammer community article here. Uh, it's time for the next in our series of highly unbiased assessments of each of the Legiones Astartes, and we finally arrived at the main event. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so these are the Imperial Fists. Um, the first thing they've got listed here is a reaction. The best defense. Suck it, Steven. I know you're not here today, but uh, Imperial Fist Advanced Reaction. This advanced reaction may be made once per battle during the opposing player's movement phase when an enemy unit ends a move within 10 inches and within line of sight of any model with the Legione Sestardes Imperial Fist special rule in a unit under the reactive player's control and with that unit making the reaction. The reactive player may declare a charge for the reacting unit against the enemy unit, which triggered the reaction once that enemy unit has completed its move, and as if it were the controlling player's assault phase, with a charge distance unequal to D6 plus the lowest unmodified initiative characteristic of any model in the reacting unit and any charge modifiers the unit has. Hmm. If the charge is successful, the units are locked in combat and fight in the assault phase as normal, with the charging unit benefiting from any charge bonuses, hammer wrath, etc. If the charge fails, no surge move is made. So, hot hmm. damn. <laughs> uh, you sure you want to get close to those failing warders? Exactly. And, and you know. Within 10 inches? Terminators, Templar brethren, uh, you know, uh, critics of the Imperial Fist love to, to, you know, throw the, you know, you hide behind your walls criticism at uh, the mighty 7th Legion. But this reaction is, is so on point for the way I try to play these guys is, you know. Yeah. I'm not stuck in melee with it with you. You're stuck in melee combat with me. <laughs> um, that's very much how I try to play. I mean, it's yeah, like they, yeah. they wrote this rule for me. I, I just love it so much. <laughs> it really is super fluffy though. Too. Like yeah, how yeah. iconically fist is it for like enemies, you know, advancing, just laying down fire on a huge, like Imperial fist shield wall only to have that shield wall like crack open and just like vomit Templar brethren like yeah or we are the wall as, as they like to say yeah um, I and think that's a ten several inch range. instances in Siege of Terror where they do this exact 
yeah yeah uh, right tactic you know? uh first wall is best example i can think of um solar war too i mean it, it's just so perfect um and it's you know d6 plus your initiative so you know everybody's initiative is going to be four so five you know, for elites depending yeah. on what you have yeah. which is pretty good actually it's super good like you get a free five on your 2d6 charge yeah is that how charging is going to work like uh, initiative plus d6 yeah no yeah. I, I don't think so i think it is still i have to double check but i believe it's the same where roll 2d6 you get certain modifiers depending if you have like a faster unit yeah, because I like this, too, because like you were saying, it makes it a lot more certain because, you know, you just have a flat four or five better than average mm -hmm. plus D6. So it makes it even more solid. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's just no downsides to this. It's just a wonderfully written rule. Yeah, uh, it's good. <laughs> honestly, and it's such a cool, you know, the all the the a lot of the feedback we've been getting on the rules coming out of here is gun lines, you know, mm -hmm. the static formations, which were painfully common in, in the last edition are going to be going away. Well, this is kind of a, a way to make things way more dynamic. Um, Cause it's scary. Even on a, even on a tax squad, you know, nobody, nobody wants to get this right in the middle of your turn. Mm -hmm. uh, it really, you know, makes your opponent question their movements a lot. Uh, but moving on, uh, this is going to be their, the Imperial Fist Legiones Astartes rule discipline and resolve. Models with this special rule gain a bonus of plus one to all to-hit rolls made with any auto weapons or bolt weapons as part of any shooting attack, including as part of any reactions. Uh, the awesomeness of this rule cannot be overstated. It feels really, really painful. It's really, <laughs> really good. Uh, so... You know, last edition, or our, our current edition, it's, you know, to all bolt weapons, which objectively is great. Bolters, bolt pistols, heavy bolters, quad bolters, you name it, they're getting it. It's yeah. awesome. Um, but that gave it to plus one weapon skill. This gives plus one to hit. So it's not, you know, your snapshots are now at BS2. Um, it's just, it's great. Um, and, you know, and people talk about bolt weapons and then auto weapons yeah and the key to it's this a huge is, list it's, it's, it is a huge list yeah, yeah. the mm -hmm. key with to hit rolls is a lot better than usually with modifiers to be ballistic skill due yeah. to other mm -hmm. rules and things messing with ballistic skill or other you know stats on a model yeah so yeah as will just said the list of auto weapons and bolt weapons is pretty long it's a lot of it's it's like 50% of shooting attacks. It's it's interesting how they put auto weapons in there as well. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious to see what that is about. Yeah. And you got to say, okay, auto cannons, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's, there's a lot of, of weapons that can fall under that. Sure. Particular purview. And so like with bolt weapons, we know it was, it's pretty much anything with the bolt yeah. in the name. Right. Yeah. yeah. But auto there's just so many things that don't have the word auto and in, in the name, but are going to benefit from this. If tanks and dreadnoughts are getting Legiones Astartes now, you know, your tanks are BS five <laughs> um, with bolt and auto weapons, which is a pretty damn big list mm -hmm. of stuff. That's just 
better now. Um, it, it's, you know, it's so much more encompassing of, you know, look, these guys are disciplined. These guys are exacting. These yeah. are the standards they train to that are higher than the other legions. That's why we're shooting you so much better. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's really, really cool. Definitely it's, the shooting legion of choice now, I think. Well, I think they were they were always the, the bolter, you, you know, legion of choice. Yeah. Because you, you could take, like, tactical squads. And with the bolter drills or, or whatever it was, you could effectively do a lot with, you know, six 20 man squads. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you could take down a Primarch even. I don't know. With about that, that many bolters. <laughs> yeah. That many uh, bolters doing Fury of the Legion? Yeah, you could. Um, but no, it's it's so fluffy. It's, it's just really beautiful. And it, and it fits, uh, you know, it's an inducement for fist players to, you know, maybe make that armored breakthrough list you've been thinking about. Maybe make that Fury of the Ancients list you've been thinking about. Maybe um, just do something other than Stone Gauntlet. I do right? so many more other things than Stone Gauntlet. Sir. Exa- I, exactly. I, I, That's fine. You do, but I don't think many other Fist players do. So, uh, so, oh, so jumping in. Sure. sure. Today, they, a lot of uh, uh, people who had gotten the starter kit earlier on, yeah, I guess the NDA had you know finally closed, so they were showing quite a bit from the actual box, and we'll get into this a little bit later. But uh, looking at the starter army list, the Land Raider Spartan does have Legionis Astartes. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So fuck yes, yeah. But we'll get into that a little bit later. So excited, but yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, this is it's going to be huge... so good when we get to Iron Hands. I'll tell you what. Oh well, yeah. yeah, that's 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 <laughs> the thing. That's actually what I was getting at. Is it's an inducement for. Seventh Legion players to bring more tanks and bring more dreadnoughts. And, you know, what are Fourth Legion players good at is shooting at tanks and dreadnoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when we get to the right of war, the Templar assault, I mean, oh. I, I hear a lot of people complain about Templars, but I think that uh, this is going to be pretty, pretty solid. For them. Yes. So, uh, right of war Templar assault units of Templar brethren may be taken as troop choices in a detachment using this right of war. All models in a Templar Brethren unit taken as part of this detachment using this right of war gain the Heart of the Legion special rule and the line unit subtype. For the duration of any turn in which a unit of Templar Brethren taken as part of this detachment using this right of war disembark from a, a model, all models in the disembarking unit gain Rage 2 oh, shit. special rule. Huh? This does not apply to any of the units if it has made an emergency disembarkation. Makes sense. So... You know, this is harking, uh, harkening back land to... Land Raiders. Uh, land Raiders yeah. full of Templars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, really, that's what people are going to run, and you'd be crazy not to. Uh, yeah. But this is harkening back to... I say back, but it's, you know, 40K. Uh, a lot of the special Black Templars stuff related to... Even like the old Apocalypse editions um, related to large Land Raider formations of the... Land Raider Crusaders, you know, this, this is the, the, the prototype for that. Yeah. Um, so Templar brother yeah. doing Wouldn't some, Wouldn't that some... be crazy if we saw like flamethrowers on Land Raiders this edition too? No. Oh. <laughs> and then you could basically run the Redeemer, like a dumbed down version of the Redeemer maybe. My that'd goodness. Be, that'd be cool. That would I, be really cool. I also really uh, like how they are adding uh, more uh, scaling to the special rules like Rage. Rage used to be just a flat mm-hmm. one. Rage, parentheses, two. Rage, two. I'm going to see more on special rules with <clears throat> flexibility as yeah. far as how lethal those special rules are is really exciting. So, 
doing some math here, Templars have two attack space. They all come with a pistol, either plasma or bolt, which don't play for a plasma pistol. What's wrong with you? Uh, so you got three attacks there. Excuse me? I said what I said. <laughs> uh, four on a charge and then an extra two. So you got six attacks per guy. Now, now hold on. Do Have we seen any changes to shields? Are uh, they still going to get the bonus for having the shield, like the two close combat weapons for having the shield? So unless they get some crazy, I mean, they're not, they don't have storm shields. They don't have boarding shields. They're just combat shields. And they're specifically modeled with the pistols in their hands. So that'd be weird if they didn't, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there's no way they're, they're giving them non-combat shields at this point. That would be nuts. Especially, I mean, they're small shields. They're bucklers, basically. Huh. Uh, okay. I, I can't imagine them changing that. So enjoy your six attacks. Yeah. Just 60 dice. Just Oh, you know what, though? It's not just land raiders. Like, oh, man, if they brought the ram yeah. into plastic, wouldn't that yeah. be cool? Oh, yeah. Just a bunch of rams coming in. The ram. Smashing through. Storm Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What other assault weapon, assault vehicles do we have? Mastodon. The termite yeah. is, but I don't know if that's... <laughs> oh, my God. You could have Templars assault from a fortress, like a mobile. <laughs> but, you know. That's... I mean, yes. Solid. <laughs> oh, man. 40 guys coming out of a Mastodon. Is unnecessary. Yeah. I'm like looking over at, at, at I know thing, our listeners though. can't see it, but I'm looking at Jesse's shelf and there's a Mastodon directly in front of me. That's, that's plain. <laughs> here's, here's the other thing. Dark I'm right, where, <laughs> right of war, you disembark from a model. If buildings are still treated the same as they are currently. And then you put all your Templars into your, your castle and stronghold that you have, Jared. <laughs> and then you just wait for people to come to you and you literally just hide in your fortress until the last minute when you're like, aha! And you just come out chopping, you know? Surprise! The best defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. It is, uh, yeah, I, I don't imagine you could disembark and then declare that charge using that reaction. <laughs> that would be, oh, be kind of bullshit. Yeah. That would be a little um, cheap. Man, I do love these army shots yeah. down there at the bottom. Yeah. Um, they got that new Praetor there with some cataphracting. They threw in some Mark III dude, uh, okay. and then a little saber. Props to the guy. Uh, hold on. I, I just uh, painted by Richard Gray. He painted the Dorn for this. My yeah. God. Oh, that paint job. It's beautiful. Uh, it's, it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Insane gold. The, the gold, insane. the purple is like luscious. It's it. The, yeah. He's got the filigree on the inside of the cape. That that's all freehand. That's not modeled modeled on there at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an absolute madman. Uh, sir, respect. It looks yes. sir juicy. Yeah, it does. It yes. does. <laughs> um. All right. So, we do we have anything else for fist then? Uh, real quick, acknowledge because as we we discussed this in our our chat today, the. Praetor holding the, the Volkite charger and the sword raised up. Uh, apparently, I was asking this. Uh, apparently, he took a it's a Space Wolf's helmet uh, head and green stuffed a beard onto it. But it's like a, a oh. chin, you know, Civil War oh, you're style. Oh, about SN Battle Report? I thought yes. that was a Primaris head with green stuff. That's a Primaris head. Thank you. Right. It's yeah. that Mohawk one, right? No, the... Uh, 
Yeah, uh, the one yeah, who yeah, tra- traditionally uh, has uh, the mohawk. He's got yeah. the like this, you know, 18th century era. <laughs> right. You know this this guy eats his like you know, reverse and split pea soup at the pub. Rules a small English town with an iron fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or imperial fist, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's so damn good. They did a wonderful job with these guys. Moving on to the eighth, if we must. Uh, oh, I'm excited about this one. Go for it, Jason. So a couple of things I'm super excited about. First, I love that they open with like the version of Kurz's artwork from the front of his Primark novel that I swear would be like, I don't know, like the anime mock-up for his Tinder profile. <laughs> it's terrific. <laughs> I love it yeah. so much. Kurz is your waifu is what you're saying. <laughs> because it came out contrasted next to that, what was it, uh, Knights of Caliban, where he's fighting lion. Yeah, Angels of Caliban. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That wasn't a good look for anybody. <laughs> no, it looked like they were trying to do oh, like wait. a hyper-realistic yeah. version of Metalopocalypse makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I don't know, it, it was different. I don't hate it, but it was different. I love this like Bishonen version. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. But uh, on to more potent stuff. Uh, first off, uh, the Kurs they have uh, the model was painted by Ninjon uh, from the YouTube fame. I really like how he does like this sort of like dull bronzy gold. Yeah, um, it's almost like the blue, the midnight blue, is more reflective than the metallic bronze gold color. That's pretty neat. I like that. It's, it's an interesting contrast. Yeah. yeah. And great job on the base, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. That is a terrific base. Now, the Night Lords uh, painted by Tabletop Titans. They're good. I think they're a little bright. They come off more like Crimson Fists to me initially. A like, little bit. A little bit. I don't dislike it, but it's definitely different. It's got a very... Yeah. I don't know. Very interesting feel. Another question I wanted to ask while we're all here. How do you guys feel about bolters that are like one solid metallic color? Like the bolter casing is the same metallic colors like the barrel and magazine. I've done it before uh, just because, you know, it, but I've only done it on iron hands. I think for every other time I've painted them, I I do them all. The bolter case usually is, is in black. It's my preferred bolter case color. Got it. Um, I, I do it for Iron Hands just because it adds more color than black. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, same with Dark Angels. Like, I got to get some sort of color on there or else it all just kind of blends in. I haven't done a full, I guess I could do a full metallic, but it, the, the red casing's always been kind of a classic for Dark Angels. Yeah, I think that, 40K that's, that's and 30K. Very, yeah. So, no, um, I dig it. I recently have been trying a blue bolter case, and the last experiment I did for my upcoming Iron Hands, I did a blue bolter case. And, you know, blue lenses and that kind of stuff. And I think the blue is very unique. You never see that. Yeah. And it oh, is a way yeah. to get some color in there. Um, but no, I mean, like I said, I've done it before. I think it's okay. Uh, on a unit like this, that's all blue. I think black would have been fine. I enjoy how but we all also of the Praetors and guys, Sergeants are marked for death. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, we also have to remember, though, that they only had like two weeks, I think, to paint all this stuff up. So Damn. if they're doing all... Silver bolter case. They didn't have a lot of time. They didn't have a lot of time. I know that. The one thing I didn't get, though, is I don't see a single red gauntlet. I only see red helms. Yeah. Hmm? 
what does the red gauntlet signify? That they are supposed to die at some point, but they're needed to stay alive? Yeah, that they're basically living on borrowed time until Kerr's, like, is done with them. Well, clearly none of these guys are living on borrowed time. I mean, that Dreadnought yeah. certainly is, uh, <laughs> having already died once. They're but all living I guess on they just forgot time, really. to... <laughs> the only thing... Yeah. I like these guys overall. The only thing I think they should have done something a little bit different with that Praetor with the big giant axe, because the axe looks like it kind of against a white background. It looks blown out and it looks like it was just mm -hmm. airbrush spot highlighted like super quickly as an afterthought. I was admiring that OSL and thought it was really good. <laughs> yeah, it's like too bright. Well, it's also with the white background. It's kind of hard yeah, to see. yeah. I feel like yeah. that also might uh, lend to the brightness overall of the army. I imagine just in like a ZM setting, that thing flaring up in the oh, corner. Yeah. There, you're like, oh, you like know, Darth Vader's red lightsaber. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is oh, that, you know, mag light in the face. <laughs> I feel like they did it I a lot better. I do also like these bases. Kind of like the just a real quick statuary. Point yeah. mm -hmm. The bases sort of. are simple yeah. in choice. I do like. I think yeah, the, yeah. the mm -hmm. bases. They're mm -hmm. basically just gridded out plastic card with some debris filled around them. And I think that's it's great. Yeah, like it's very simple and yeah. I think it works with any urban environment that you want to put these guys. In. It's very yeah. effective. I oh, like yeah. it. Yeah. That does look excellent. <clears throat> I, I might yoink that, uh, that style there. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah. Cause what you can buy plastic rules? card checked out like that. So yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah. And all you got to do then is just put it on and kind of cut and chip in places and then bam, there you go. All right. But let's talk about some rules. Cause talent for murder is different but still pretty great better it's better yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> solidly better now i will say right out of the gate it's only a bonus to wound now the bonus to hit is gone but uh so let's see when a unit made up entirely of bundles with this rule fights uh during the sub phase or makes a shooting attack big point against an enemy unit that's pinned falling back or outnumbered by the attacking unit it gains a bonus of plus one to all to wound or armor penetration rolls made during the shooting attack or assault that is terrific yeah mm -hmm. it is so, so good <clears throat> this because is saying now hold on maybe i'm reading this incorrectly okay <clears throat> unit made entirely of the special rule attacks during the fight sub phase mm -hmm. or makes a shooting attack against an enemy that is pinned falling back or outnumbered by the attacking unit. So does that mean that this is always on in the sub phase for fighting, mm -hmm. but in the shooting phase for it to be turned on, you have to be pinned falling back or outnumbered. Yes. Yes. So all, so when they're in, in combat, they are plus one to wound all the time, regardless of if they outnumbered the unit is what I'm saying, right? Negative. I think you still have to outnumber when you're in combat, but I guess it would require a comma after or for that to or before or. No, I see what you're saying. Well, when he yeah. made it with the in the fight during the oh okay, or I see what you mean makes a or, attack against an enemy unit that is pinned, falling back, or outnumbered. Okay, that's a good point. The way it's set up, yeah, Damn. I think your interpretation is. Yeah, Correct. that's so much better. My goodness. Wow. Okay, because I was just thinking of like how great it is to have like a shooting attack, like how Night Lords is it to surround a small unit and just like bolter them into meat mush. Like yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. But it's especially with bulky units too that you have. Oh uh, yeah. Now, I mean, if they're still bulky, absolutely. Like 
a 10 man squad of bikes is going to outnumber any other oh, 10 yeah. man squad of bikes or the guys falling back. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were gonna... Models with that bulky, you know, X special rule count as a number of models equal to the value included. So uh, models with the vehicle unit subtype count as 10 for the purposes of determining if it's outnumbered. So that's pretty great for like heavy support squads for bikes. Run, if you run a predator squadron of three predators, that's 30. That counts as 30 models all the time. It mm-hmm. does indeed. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Again, very that's, night lordy to fight yeah. unfair. Unpleasant. Yeah. That is delightful. It's going to be so much more to remember initially, but so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, that's really solid. <clears throat> I wonder if pinning is going to be more prevalent, if we're going to see a lot more weapons with pinning. I think so. We definitely will. <laughs> it just combines so to re- with fear, like so prevalent in the Night mm. Lords list, yeah. and then pinning, and yeah. then getting bonuses against units that are pinned. I mean, it's yes. this terrific, like, it's definitely going to be like this cascade effect, right? Like, mm-hmm. as soon as something gets pinned, it just gets annihilated. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so it'll terrific. Once it gets hit, it'll get pinned. And then mm-hmm. once it's pinned, you'll lose models. So you're going you're gonna to be outnumbered. And once you start losing enough, you're going to fall back. And it's just going to, yeah, absolutely. Just keep adding that plus one, baby. And speaking of which, let's talk oh, I'm about sorry. some and of these. Armor pin rolls too, which means. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that's super good. <laughs> so, Effectively, plus one strength. Yeah, like, to all your weapons, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. dudes in your tactical squad. Suddenly, you can you know gun down like rhinos from behind. Jeez, yes. Mm. Oh my god. Mm. Wow. Okay, that's and, okay. Cool. That's so much better against like super heavies. <laughs> oh yeah, and Jeez. dreadnoughts. <laughs> that yeah. makes so much sense, though. Oh man, it's just like six terminators now can pick apart a dreadnought pretty comparatively easily and it makes sense right it's like wolves taking down like a bison or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's perfect for the night lords but uh talking about some of this good close combat stuff let's talk about some of these uh uh revamps and uh glow ups some of their close combat weapons have gotten uh like the basic chain blade i think this is the uh, sort of big chunky chainsword the Contacar Terminators come with. I thought that was the chain glaive. Maybe the not. Chain, Maybe, oh, you, you well, know there, there's chain a couple blade? Now. That oh, sounds, yeah. yeah. So uh, the chain glaive is the big two-handed one. The chain blade... Well, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, that, that one has the two-handed rule. Okay, it's gotcha. It's pretty great just by itself, because it's plus one yeah. strength, AP3, shred, and breaching, which I have learned is like little mini-rending. Yes. And that's great, because... I mean, shred and breaching paired together, it's like a double shot at getting that AP2 of 6+. plus. You're right, because you can still re-roll even if you already wounded. You can fish for that 6, right? It's mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. And then the chain glaive is just flat better now. Yep. Plus 2 strength, that's always excellent to see. And Wasn't it a plus 1 strength previous? It was. Okay. I think so, yeah. And then this headman axe... Oh, this is why I've been searching for a two-handed axe for my uh, Raptor squad because I really want to add 
a headman's axe to my raptor squad. Oh, yeah. After seeing this, I was like, I got to get one of those. A so. strength times two weapon that is not unwieldy. Yeah. Yeah. And it has shred <laughs> and it has that. Fr- I feel like all the Night Lord's weapons have that very flavorful pair up of shred and breaching. And that's mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah. Just trying to get yeah. that six as hard as they can. Right. Mm-hmm. I yeah, did yeah. one. <laughs> They're like, I will not fight fair. I refuse to. I will take any advantage I can. What's that uh, Chaos Marine from the 40K line that has the big giant axe? Yeah, I've been trying to source that. That's from the kill team. Uh, um, executioner and or something? Oh, no. the, yeah. the kill team currently isn't on sale off the shelf yet. You have to buy it in a box set still. Got it. So I'm, I'm still waiting. Yeah, that's the one but, I uh, used for my, um, what's a hunt master for the raptors? That's the one yeah. I used for my uh, Raptor Hunt Master. That's exactly what I was going to do. Perfection. It works great. <laughs> great minds, I think right? it does. Yeah. Uh, very good. Very big. And it, it just looks like it would be a headsman's axe. It's apropos. So uh, their special warlord trait, while we're on being a terrifying badass, uh, the warlord with his trait gains fear one special rule, and each time that warlord is part of a combat that results in all enemy units being destroyed by having their models removed as casualties or as a sweeping advance, or that is part of a challenge in which the enemy combatant is removed as a casualty, it increases the value of that special rule by plus one up to a maximum of fear three. So now it's an even worse idea to try and like feed a sergeant to the Night Lord's character <laughs> to keep him from just hacking through everybody else right off the bat. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, no. Because you're really not going to want to do it as much anymore because your fear just makes him stronger. It's, oh, my gosh. That's right, man. And can you, like, just fear by itself is pretty great because yeah. it's like this bubble effect of negative to leadership. Can you imagine how, like, overwhelmingly bad a fear of negative three is going to be? Yeah. Like, and that's to say, uh, we don't know if it stacks with like other. Well, no, that wouldn't make sense. Right. Like if you have two units that cause fear and they come together and they both cause fear one, they don't come together and make a bubble of fear two. Probably right? not. No, that would be bonkers. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> but, but regardless, having a warlord at fear three in a bubble like that is going to be pretty, pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Because your leadership on your squad's going to be lower because that, like, Night Lord character just mulched your sergeant. Now you're working off, like, basic tactical leadership. And now it's at a big negative because he's already got, like, you know, a bumped up fear rating. And again, with the catastrophic failures where mm-hmm. you lose your sergeant, now your fear is further down. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're like, well, all right, I'll go in with my Praetor. Let's say your Praetor fails that too, or your your Centur, or your, you know your Centurion fails that. Now they're at fear two, uh, or I guess fear three in that case. Um, and now you start failing leadership, and you get swept. And then it's just you, you just keep feeding them at that point, you know. All right, especially too because if fears that bubble, it's going to make pinning and other leadership checks around your yeah. warlord even more well, likely to fail. Now, let let's say you get away. Well, guess what? Now talent for murder procs on the shooting attack that you mm-hmm. went from. So, a lot of I really like the synergy in this list yeah, or, or these rules that we see. Yeah, they all feel like a given to uh, one another. It's good times for so, night lords. Yeah, I'm excited. My my uh, little Zone Mortalis Force, I think, is going to be pretty pretty fun. We'll see. Mm-hmm. 
All right. All right. Who wants to cover Blood Angels then? I'm just going to use the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll take care of the Blood Angels, y'all. So, Blood Angels. Legion, we got Sanguinius. We have a sweet, bright race car red army done by, let's see, Siege Studios. Siege Studios. I see them on um, Instagram a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They do some really good, really good armies. I yeah. like I like following their stuff. Uh, James Otero and Ed Sanderson. I really like the red they went for here. It's got like that 90s Blood Angel nostalgia That's vibe. exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Like that candy red, right? Yeah. Well, right. Not, not really a candy coat, but it's got like a... The race car like, red. Yeah. Yeah. And it I like the... I really like the Terminators with their red and black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The black highlights, black. you know. And the Spartan back there looks really good. I wish I can get a little closer look at that, uh, the side there, but really nice. And they threw Sanguinius in there too, so cool. Yeah. So, for the Blood Angels, uh, looks like their Legion rule, Encarmine yeah, Fury. All models with the Legionis Astartes, Blood Angels' special rule, require one lower result to wound than they would normally to a minimum of two up on any turn in which they are part of a successful charge against an enemy unit, even if that charge is counted as disordered. This effect applies regardless of the weapon they are using. For example, if using a strength four melee weapon and attacking a target with a toughness of four, the Blood Angel will require a three up to wound rather than the usual four up. In addition, any vehicle with a Legionis Astartes Blood Angel special rule that makes a ram attack increases the strength of any hits by one to a maximum of strength 10. So that's now, this is kind of interesting the way they word this. So they need one lower result to wound than they would normally to a minimum of two up. Isn't that effectively like the Night Lords with... I don't know. It, why, why would they have it... One less required to wound. One lower result to wound than they normally would, as opposed to a plus one to wound. So Mm. help me out here, because... I don't know. Effectively, I can't think of anything in which it would change. But, I mean, the big difference is this is only when they successfully charge. Yeah. Which is a huge change. Right, but I mean, Jesse makes a good point. Why wouldn't they just say add plus one to wound when they charge? Why? What? In what? That's a very good question. In what situation would norm adding one lower result to wound than they normally would be better than plus one to wound? Maybe it mentions this effect applies regardless of the weapon they're using. So let's say you're fighting. Let's say just for shits and giggles, a toughness 10 creature and you have a strength 4 weapon. That's... I I mean, so... It would still work out that way, you know? I guess what you're saying is, in that case, you normally wouldn't be able to wound it at all. Mm -hmm. Would you then just get a 6? I don't know. That's very weird. That's very weird. Maybe there's... Some a, a piece to a bigger picture we're not seeing. Yeah, we'll have to read the full rules to really see if there's any difference there. Hmm. Scratching my heads on that one, though. Hmm. But yeah. also, the ram attack increases strength of hits inflicted by plus one 
to a maximum of 10. So similar to the uh, Space Wolves. Demolition yeah, exactly Champions, just like the Space Wolves. Man, I'm, uh, yeah, it's, it's, unless there's something here significant that I'm missing as part of the mechanics, it doesn't seem as effective as the Night Lords by... No, definitely not. It, it, I'm not sure how to feel about that. Because this is just when you charge as opposed to all successfully charge successfully yeah. charge <laughs> right um i don't need to think on that one eh. yeah because it used to be just flat plus one to wound yeah all the time every day of the week yeah, yeah. i'll have to I'll think have about to, that one I, we'll think I like on I said, the wording is different changed up a little bit than just plus one wound so i don't have to mm. do some investigation on that one that being said, they also have uh, Inferno Pistols, which is one of the war gear they have. Any model with a Legionus Astartes Blood Angel special rule makes change a Plasma Pistol for an Inferno Pistol for no additional cost. So, Strength 6, Strength 8, AP1, Pistol 1, Armor Bane, Melta. Is there any point where an Inferno Pistol is not just going to be better than a Plasma Pistol? If you really need that 12-inch Long, range. Yeah, longer range. Eh. And, uh... Yeah. Have they always had um, the Inferno pistol? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm wondering why I feel like I didn't see many more tats run around with Inferno pistol. Yeah, I, I was going to say they're more pretty tats. cool, right? Stupid yeah. fun. You still got deep striking that six inch range, though. Yeah. That six inch but, range. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. I mean, you're almost face to face. Yeah, it's tight. So here's the other thing if Melta still works the same mm-hmm. and you have to be at half range, you'll be at three inches before you activate Melta. But this thing has armor well being. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an armor bane melta. Right. So I'm wondering if melta still works the same where you have to be in half range for it to it seem it feels redundant mm-hmm. unless melta become has is no. gonna morph into something totally different than what it is now. Mm-hmm. Well, because it says it's counted as melta weapons for the rules that affect such weapons. So I'm guessing they use that as like a catch-all. So like the armor bane is a component of Melta at half range. And also there are things like, uh, psh, what's that salamander right of war that like gives an invulnerable specifically to Melta weapons, mm-hmm. almost like mm-hmm. a little mini keyword sort of thing. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have to dig deeper here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two for later thought. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, That's I think it. those are the two rules that they give us for the dark angels or excuse me, the blood angels. Oh, Gosh, you just <laughs> made it. Bro. Party foul. What are you going to do? Uh, blood angels are better. Yeah. Now, wait. I don't know. But um, I, I actually like, meant to say dark angels are better. I, I Oh, double party foul. Yeah. Yeah. I party foul yeah. myself there. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to have to look. At, hopefully, there are special units kind of come through for these guys because yeah. it's a little underwhelming. So, listeners, if you can think of any reason why they would word it in this way, like when would having one lower result to wound than you normally would be better than a plus one to wound. Like they sound like the exact same, just worded differently. There's got to be a reason and it's going to bother me until we figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. They also get the plus one to attack or plus one to strength of hits with vehicles when ramming. Ah, eh. Yeah, I mean that's that's I think that's literally a, a copy paste from the space wolf one, like you said. So yeah. now this I don't know. Yeah, so the strength of hits depending on what they have. I have to look. Hopefully, they'll come out with these uh, full official rules. Their tanks soon. are bloodthirsty. Well, I was also uh, they also have Lee Jones' Astartes, but 
Are there tanks drinking blood? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you charge blood them for tanks. The yeah, if they run out of gas, they can, you know, you know, pour a pint or two into the gas tank, get that running. Wait, hang mm-hmm. on. What's that um, uh, wacky artifact that you apply to a tank that allows it to, like, steal hull points from squads? Oh, yeah. Oh, it I, just I eats people. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it's called. people <laughs> to repair it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, there, that's it. Um, all right. You guys have anything else on blood angels? Then? No, I think that was the last uh, legion. <laughs> I think you're right. We're just going to skip the, the other one we have. Let's not lose our heads here. Okay. You know what? Literally every post has been about Ferris man. is losing his head. That's all I see. Every time people are like, Hey guys, there's no time to lose your head and come check out these rules. As a dark angels player, I actually feel sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I, I think mean, you got, at this point, you guys get it worse than I do. Beating the ghost of the thought of the shadow of a dead horse at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, of course, got Iron Hands, uh, my bespoke legion with Ferris Manus artwork, awesome artwork where he's just charging headstrong, and he's got uh, his big old forge breaker mm-hmm. before it was corrupted, and it's got his tenth icon on there. Very good artwork. I love this stuff. Um, he angry, mm. and we got the army painted by Hellstorm War Gaming. If you guys haven't seen the guy's channel, there it's really fun stuff. He does a lot of really cool uh, conversions and that sort of stuff, nice. and paint jobs. I really uh, like how and they I did. think he did. Uh, go ahead. Oh, so I was gonna say like uh, the sort of OSL for the um, really bright blue here. I really mm-hmm. like how that looks as compared to like this pretty much the same effect for the night lords it really yeah. pops here from like that dark like bronze and metallic black absolutely yes i i really liked what he's done here with these guys they they look great i think uh the lightning claws on the terminators back there osl's done great both uh praetors excellently done uh really good black i like it all around and the martian base is solid stuff it is uh what i appreciate is being able to look in this look at this and know that, oh yeah, it's an Iron Hands army, as opposed to, is it Raven Guard, Dark Angels, or Iron Hands? Oh, yes. You're absolutely right, yeah. That can be tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's black, but it's definitely distinguishable from other blacks that we've seen in uh, the preview so far. For sure. Uh, So, we have the Medusan Scales, and this is pretty much in violent armor as it was previously. So all shooting attacks made against a unit with this special rule that does not have the vehicle unit type suffer minus one to the strength of that attack. We are going to note here in previously in violet armor said this does not affect the unit uh, instant death threshold. So if you got hit with a strength, a weapon, at least I think that's the way it was, right? I think you got hit with a strength, a eight weapon. Yeah, even though it would still still instant death you. Yeah. um, It would still be minus seven, but it would still instant death you because of the fact it was twice your strength still because it didn't affect the instant death threshold. Yeah, Hmm. but it looks like that is no longer the case. Yeah. Right. Which is pretty pretty dope for you. Which, I mean, um, a lot of the other legions that have plus one to wound, uh, this, I think, is going to... Mitigate that. Damper them, like shut them off in a, in a way. Now it's not plus one. I mean, it's plus or minus one to strength of the attack. Yeah. Plus your Terminators would be a lot happier with that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then models with this special rule and the vehicle unit type 
Instead, gain It Will Not Die 6-up special rule, hmm. or if such models already have a variant of It Will Not Die X special rule, then the value of that special rule is increased by plus 1. For example, a model with the vehicle unit type that already has It Will Not Die 6-up, Legion Star Desire in Hand special rule, would instead get It Will Not Die 5-up special rule. That's pretty cool. So, Hopefully, let's <clears throat> say Auto Simulacra is still a, a thing in 2.0. Uh, from the previews that I've seen, it is, and it oh, increases nice. your, it will not die by plus one. That's badass. Cool. So by having Medusa and scales and then paying your 10 points for auto simulacra, you're getting a feel not, or a will not die on five plus. Super uh, good. It is. Yeah. So much better. Cause I can tell you every time I bought auto simulacra throughout what the nearly seven, eight years I've been playing the game, uh, I have never passed an auto simulacra roll for my iron hands. <laughs> never. I passed it once in my mechanicum on a lightning and that was amazing. But, uh, that was the only time it ever happened. Uh, silver iron will is the warlord trait. A warlord with this trait and all models in any unit he has joined are never affected by the special rules or effects that lower a characteristic, including fear, rad phage special rule, or due to losing an assault where the enemy has inflicted more wounds. In addition, an army whose warlord has this trait may not make reactions during the movement phase, but may make an additional reaction in either the opposing player's shooting phase or assault phase, not both. If a warlord is removed as a casualty, then this additional reaction is lost, but the army may make reactions in the movement phase as normal if the appropriate phase after the warlord has been removed from the casualty. That is so, anything that affects characteristics. This is like a super cyber familiar. Uh, blind. Yeah. Uh, Radphage, like you can't lower their toughness now. Yeah, rad grenades. Forget yeah. about it. Uh, Wowzers. Yeah, that is mm. so fluffy and good and just... Right, because, I mean, his close command squad is going to be so modified by that point. What are you going to irradiate? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they literally just have brains in buckets at that point. Irradiate yeah. my glorious iron balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then of course we got some awesome artwork here. Ferris forging that sword that he gave to Fulgrim that later would be his downfall. Uh, should not have put so much work into it. Nope. We should have made a couple errors in it. Uh, and then, man, I love this this army they have painted down here in Mark Three. So good, little graviton cannons, rapiers in the back. Oh yeah, um, those little dudes. Yeah, and I really like the paint scheme that they have—the quick, easy paint scheme here. Mm-hmm. I have actually, right before coming on to record this, I did up a test model in this scheme, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I, I don't know. I might when I, actually when I watch this video, with- I, I felt like it could use a little bit darker shade. Like I know it does. The silver is still very silver with the, the gray zero or not the gray zero, the um basilicum gray, uh, I think. the gray contrast over it. It's still noticeably silver. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like it's more, if you'd have put more uh, browns on there, I think it could have easily been construed for iron warriors, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking or misconstrued as iron warriors. I'm thinking if I were to do this after putting the basilicum gray on, Maybe going back with a glossy non-oil. It, I, to kind of give it that, that glossy 
Yeah, because I always in my head, I always in my head, the Iron Hands always kind of had a kind of like a reflective black. Yeah, like to a their skin. slick sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking yeah. a, a glossy known oil might be just enough to get it right to that darkness mm-hmm. that I kind of was looking for. But oh, do nice. silky shadows? Yeah. Well, I just had a thought, and I I need you to make this army for me, okay? <laughs> An army of it? Yes. On a thought? Okay, go ahead. What is it? Uh, so if Dreadnoughts get Legionis Astartes, mm-hmm. uh, run Company of Bitter Iron with a Dreadnought heavy list, maybe a, uh, uh, what are they called? The, the Dreadnought mortific- Mortificator. Okay. Um, but your Dreadnought's having hatred. Ooh. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. That's good. Just get out of here. Whole, whole. Huh. That would be pretty good. That'd be yeah. so baller. Um, and with a mortificator, what I would it will love not to do, die or, or, you know, what I would love to do is get. make the mortifactor the uh, uh, warlord, but I would have to bring somebody who has Master of the Legion for that, and they would have to be warlord. Bring mm. a Delegatus. Hold up one sec. They still have to be Warlord, though, right? Because my thing would then be to give Silver Iron Will to uh, the Mortifactor, and thus his unit (laughs) would have Silver Iron Will, which would be amazing, right? Yes. That on top of the negative shooting strength? Look. You're welcome, Will. (laughs) Get out of here. My rope, me and my friends don't like it when you come here. Yeah. And that's going to wrap it up for us tonight on the Remembrancers Retreat. Thanks again for listening. If you like us, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at RR30K Podcast. You can go over to RR30K.com and you'll find a list of all our episodes as well as some uh, homebrew content such as the Battlefleet Heresy Compendium. You can also follow our YouTube channel where hopefully here in the near future I'll be posting some video content for you all to enjoy. And if you'd like to support our program, be sure to go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast and become a patron today. And as always, we'd like to thank all our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetor tier, Alex Self, Chap Lanisar, Chris Mack, Gardner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Kevin, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdall, Mr. Baldwick, Nick Quenga, Marina the Fluth, Sar Luther, Taco Tuesday or Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, and what's Ligma? Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, Ed, M. Tanzer, Gorkrow, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, and Void Emperatrix. And finally, our Legion Sergeants, Agrippina, Aircraft Terrier, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Jada Sales, Jay Grammaticus, Jonathan Crane, Carl, Nick Gillen, Noah Atkins, the Zoy, and Travis Smith. Once again, thank you all for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And until next time, this is Jesse. Keep those dice rolling, and we'll see you soon. Bye for now.